You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Just a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, at Podmania, YouTube, and Instagram, at The Real Podmania. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at www.podmania.weebly.com. Let's do this. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Podmania podcast. We are back after a little bit of a break, and I am joined by Garth. How are you, my friend? Good, yeah, good. Just uh, chilling with my peppermint and green tea tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You have never been more of a dad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, as you're probably aware, we have taken a little bit of a break, and the reason is I have gone back to work. And as I am a teacher, it is all-encompassing of all of my time. So we've had to make a little bit of a change to our schedule, which is annoying as we've only just changed the schedule to start off with. <laughs> um, so what we are going to do is, me and Garth are finding it extremely difficult to watch both Impact and Ring of Honor and get them out to you. So what we're going to do is we are still going to cover the Ring of Honor pay-per-views. Hence, today's episode. But we are going to focus primarily on impact so our podcast will be on the impact weekly tv show and then we will have special episodes when ring of honor have a pay-per-use so for example death before dishonor and we'll do a preview and then a review episode later on so today is our death before dishonor predictions uh, the pay-per-view is tomorrow from las vegas and next thursday we will have our death before dishonor review And then on Monday, the Monday before that, we'll have Impact as normal and everything will all be fine and we'll settle into a pattern. I promise. (laughs) Have I missed anything? I don't think I have missed anything. Um, No, I don't think I have. Right. Anyway, let's delve straight into this card. Death Before Dishonor. It is tomorrow. We're recording this on Thursday the 27th. It is taking place on Friday, September the 28th from the Orleans Arena, Las Vegas, Nevada. Looking down this card, Garth, I'm very, very excited for this show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, watching the the weekly stuff, the builds have been really good and uh, I mean, even the last couple of episodes, there's been some surprises. Yeah. So it, it's the, the build's been nice. Sort of nothing's been rushed. It's been really good. And like you say, looking down the card, it, it's, it's stacked. <laughs> I think you mentioned the builds all being quite simple. And we talked about this before we came on air about how, you know, that's the beauty of having an hour long show. You know, you can't have really contrived build ups, you can't have ridiculously interwoven storylines you know like you would find on say raw because you haven't got the three hours to play with um and i think that's really benefited this show i've really enjoyed the build-up especially to the briscoes and the addiction match i've enjoyed all the stuff with bully ray um one of the bad baddest ass motherfuckers in the business at the moment <laughs> i think um you know i've been just simple things like jay lethal calling out will osprey or calling out anyone and will osprey and um answering you that know, was a really good sort of surprise. It was. I didn't expect Will Ospreay to answer it uh, no, because I've managed to avoid the spoilers, uh, which was good. Um, it's going to be an absolutely outstanding match. Um, 
Jay Lethal proved when he took on Jonathan Grisham in the Ironman match that he is still a top, top performer. Yeah. And Will Ospreay, no matter where I see him, no matter who he's against, just brings it. He really does. The innovation, the speed, and the confidence the man's got now, he's ready to be a top champion for a company. Yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. And, you know, to lead a company for a decent amount of time. Um, but we're getting well, well, well ahead of ourselves. Let's, uh, we're, sorry, well ahead of ourselves. Let's start at the bottom of the card. Uh, we're going to start with a singles match pitting Jushin Thunder Liger against Kenny King. Garth, who have you got for this one and why? I've got Kenny King mainly because at this point, like Liger never needs to win a match again. True. He's, he's a legend, and I mean, he's always been around forever. He's still younger than I always think he is. But I mean, he can still go up, like watch some of his most recent matches. Um, he can still do it, and I think this is just it's it's, it's just an exhibition match, really. Mm. There's no sort of real reason behind it other than Kenny King said he wants to beat Justin Thunderlager. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I mean, from what I've seen of Ring of Honor, and we saw the small hints of a turn from Kenny King when he beat Marty Skrull, um, in you know by nefarious means, we saw yeah. this this new side of Kenny King that he would stoop to any level to win a match, and I think for that to be a cemented story beat, he needs to beat more people in that way. And I yeah. think beating someone of Jushin Thunder Liger's standing, you know, someone who's not a full-time member of the Ring of Honor roster and someone who could really benefit Kenny King's story arc, yeah. I think Kenny King has to win this. Yeah, plus, like, Liger's like an ultimate babyface at this point. Oh, yeah. well, is he ever going to be anything else now? No, that's, so, I mean, if, he, if Kenny King does start sort of dirty deeds, then... It's going to make him even sort of more sort of heelish. Yeah, absolutely. Can yeah, Kenny King for this one? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. Um, I'd be incredibly surprised if Liger comes out of this with the victory. <laughs> we move on to the next match now. A tables match pitting Flip Gordon and Colt Cabana against the heel team of Bully Ray and Silas Young. Garth, your prediction, my friend, and why? See, this one was tough to be honest, um, because of what's been happening between Bully and Silas Young. There's loads, like there's quite a lot of friction there. Yeah. Um, I think Cole Cabana's going to win this one. I think. Um, I don't know. I think it's set up for for them to win it, and for Cole Cabana to get a massive pop. <laughs> yeah. Especially with all this stuff that's been happening with CM Punk, um, yeah, and and like you've got, I mean, him and Bully Ray have had a feud going for quite a while. He's he's run in a few times to save others um, when Bully Ray's been beating them down, and like I said, the, the thing with that they've been hinting at all this way with Silas Young is Silas just going to walk away like Bully did that time, <clears throat> um, or is he just going to attack him? Maybe. I don't know, but it's it's interesting. Um, there's definitely going to be some shenanigans, and I can see Silas turning on Bully and just smashing him through a table. 
Bully Ray for me has been getting a lot of his own way recently. Yeah. Uh, running through Flip Gordon, Chucky T. Uh, you know, we had that standoff with Jonathan Grisham. Um, he seems to have been getting his own way, beating up Colt Cabana. Um, here, with, like, say, the seeds being sown between Salish Young and Bully Ray, and Bully Ray abandoning Salish Young when they took <laughs> on the best friends, um, saying that, you know, you need to learn. I think this entire match is set up for Bully Ray to get his comeuppance. Yeah, definitely. Um, even if it is his staple match as a tables match. <laughs> Especially um, with Colt as well. Yeah, exactly. You've got Colt Cabana, Flip Gordon, who is over like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. Um, Bully, I mean, Bully's been attacking him as well for no reason. But yeah, exactly. Bully Ray has got this thing about people who, you know, in inverted commas, haven't paid their dues. <laughs> so, you know, Flip has taken a lot of punishment at the hands of Bully. Um, as has Colt, to be fair, being hit with a chain and all sorts. Yeah. So, I'm going for um, Colt Cabana and Flip Gordon. All the reasons yeah. we've discussed. At the moment, we are in complete agreement. I think it'll be a good match. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll be something completely different as well. Mm -hmm. um, I like the way that the two sides have got two very, very, very different setups. You've yeah. got Flip Gordon, who by his very nature is a you know high flyer. You've got Bully Ray and Silas Young, who are very hard-hitting old men of wrestling. So <laughs> it's going to be a nice mesh of styles, I think. We move now to the Ring of Honor Women of Honor Championship match between Sumi Sakai, the current champion, and Tennille Dashwood. I really like that this is on the show. Mm -hmm. um, there was talk a couple of months ago that this wouldn't make the show. Um, the build wasn't really there. It was simply Sumi Sakai just calling out Tennille Dashwood, which mm -hmm. I think has legitimized Tennille Dashwood as a contender. Especially when she came out and did the promo. Yeah, absolutely. It wasn't... I don't think it was the most confident promo. No, um, it was more sort of... It wasn't even a really sort of heelish thing. It was just, I do respect you, but I'm going to take that belt. Yeah, which is, you know, there's no point trying to add any more story beats into mm -hmm. it. You know, for a, what, a two-week build? There's, there's, yeah. there's just, just no point. Um, Chris, who have you got and why? Chris. Who's Chris? Chris. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm Angar. Wow. Freudian god. slip. We're, oh, he's going to love that to, as well it? when he listens. He's going <laughs> to fucking love that. Chris, oh. when you, if, you, if you're listening, can you get your predictions in? <laughs> yeah. Fuck's sake. I'm going to get a text off him now saying, I got a shout out in your podcast. Shut up, Chris. He's getting abuse. Um, he's not even here. Um, anyway, Garth, um, who have you got? Sumi Sakai got... or Tennille Dashwood? Sumi Sakai to retain. Okay. Um, I think because she's the she's the first champion. I think they really want to put a stamp on sort of what it takes to hold the title. Mm -hmm. Um, sort of. So if they let her have it, I mean, she had it for what two hundred days or something now. Something like that, yeah. So if they give her a big chunk, it means that the next person that sort of supersedes that has got to actually live up to something. Um, and obviously, well, she's like a legend within the women's wrestling side of things. So, yeah, she is absolutely. Um, I think she'll retain. I think it'll be a good. I think it'll be a decent match. I think it'll be sort of. It's going to be a hard hitting match because she doesn't pull any punches apart from them, those Mongolian chops, which are the drizzling shit. Yeah. Um, 
this is the first one where we differ. Um, I'm taking Tennille Dashwood for this one. Mm-hmm. And the sole reason is that Sumi Sakai recently cemented the Women of Honor Championship as a world championship, defending it yeah. on three continents, which is excellent news for the Women of Honor Championship and excellent news for the Women of Honor Division. What I question now is, now that Sumi Sakai has done that and has bought the le- you know, a certain sort of legacy to the to the championship. Yeah. What else has she got to bring the belt? True. Um for me, it's a case of now putting someone else over. Mm-hmm. And I think Tennille Dashwood is in her prime. I think she was criminally underused in the WWE. Mm-hmm. And I think this could be a massive boosting block for the career like resurgence of Tennille. It will be all about her. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think she will win. I think she'll take the belt off Sumi Sakai. I think Sumi Sakai will put her over and we will have a new Woman of Honor champion. Thanks. So there we go. The first <laughs> difference of opinion. Um, we will just interrupt this to say that when we did the WWE predictions, Chris had... Co- uh, oh my God! God! <laughs> fuck's sake! <laughs> Chris on the brain. Apparently so. Um, Garth came from 2-0... No, 3-0 down. 3-0 down in the predictions and was 4-3 up, which was... Really? Yeah, you were. <laughs> I forgot to mention it. Um, with the... Wonder. I think with the last one we did was NXT TakeOver Philadelphia, I think. Mm-hmm. No, Extreme Rules, wasn't it? Extreme, and yeah. you, I was absolutely awful. <laughs> awful. I think I tried too many, you know wild, enthusiastic storylines, whereas I've decided to follow my head here as opposed to my heart because I just don't want the same things to happen in the Impact and Ring of Honor ones. (laughs) I've already started noting down things for the Bound for Glory ones. Um, Anyway, anyway, before we go off on a tangent, let's go for the next match, which is the Ring of Honor World TV Championship match between the champion punishment Martinez and Chris Saban. Garth, yeah. who have you got and why? Um, I've gone for Chris Saban. Okay. Uh, classic underdog. Um, I think the builds are really good. The story, where they've used sort of um, Alex Shelley's retirement to propel him, to say, oh, look, now you've got a reason. You're, you're sort of free to do the singles thing. Um, basically, do it for me. <laughs> and and I think the way Martinez has been so dominant and I mean he's a he's a monster. Yes. Which which puts Saban at like a massive disadvantage, obviously sort of size wise, but I just think somehow he's gonna do it. And it's I mean as Martinez he's been pretty much unstoppable since he's come in. Um I think no. I think I do. I think like Saban can get his championship and sort of cement his sort of not legacy, but he's someone who's yeah. I mean, he's never ever ever really sort of thought of as as a singles competitor because the most machine guns were so sort of popular. Yeah. But when he's gone on and done done the stuff in like New Japan and stuff, he's he's always held his own. So yeah, I'm gonna go for Chris Saban, and I, I like Chris Saban. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, 
I... Uh, this was the hardest one for me. Um, and the reason it's been so hard is because even though Chris Saban won the number one contendership match and we had that little bit where Punishment Martinez came and attacked both the Motor, both the Motor City machine guns during yeah. Alex Shelley's retirement speech and then... It all seemed to be a storyline to get Scorpio Sky involved, to get all the stuff about, you know, the addiction and Scorpio Sky SEU taking yeah. on the Briscoes and Punishment Martinez. It all seemed to be a story beat for that, really. And I don't feel like the Chris Sabin storyline with Punishment Martinez, that match, has had a lot of exposure since. Mm. Um. I want Chris Saban to win it because, like you, I absolutely love the man. I think he's brilliant, and I think he's going to be excellent as a singles competitor. But fuck it, I'm going for Chris Saban. <laughs> I'm going for Chris Saban because it ties into one of my predictions later on. Right. Um, but yes, I do, I do like I do like uh, Martinez as well because he's different. Yes, absolutely. He's like an old school sort of vicious type sort of wrestler. Yeah, I can certainly see a bit of Psycho Sid in Punishment Martinez. Um, yeah, I agree with you. Let's say Chris Saban takes the belt off Punishment Martinez. Yeah. Um, right, we are going to go into the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. Possibly the match with the most storyline heading into it. The Briscoes and the Addiction have been yeah. at it since, well, well, seems to be forever. To be perfectly well, honest, um, since um, the addiction turned on them when they came down to the ring, wasn't it? Yes, yes, and was it best in the world? I believe yeah, when yeah, when the... the Briscoes were attacking the Young Bucks mm -hmm. and Kazarian and Daniels turned on the Briscoes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go first on this one. Yep, Do I it. think the Briscoes are going to retain. Um, the reason I think the Briscoes are going to retain is relatively simple, really. And it's one reason only, um, as a lot of my predictions are. Um, the entire storyline about SCU is that they are going at the end of the year. And this whole thing with, right, well, we need to get the belts so that we can hold up Ring of Honor for our contracts, effectively. It would seem very, very strange to effectively, and, you know, to put it very bluntly, spaff this storyline up the wall, you know, in September when they've got all the way to December to do something with it. Wouldn't it be yeah. so much more impactful if, as opposed to doing it now, they do it literally two days before the contracts go out, you know, yeah. at Final Battle 2018? It would be yeah. so much better if that happens than if it happens here because it'll just fizzle out. And I don't want the storyline to do that because it has been so good. It's been really good, yeah. Um, yeah. I think Punish Martinez will get involved, obviously. Um, yeah, angered at his loss to Chris Saban. Scorpio Sky's got to get involved as well. Exactly. There's going to be massive shenanigans. Um, I guarantee that will be involved in the finish, but I just see the Briscoes retaining here. Garth? Yeah. Same, exactly the same reasons as well. It's it's just totally lends itself to sort of squeaky bum time for them. Yeah. For the addiction. And maybe they'll start sort of getting desperate and doing what they can to win. Not being so silly, if you know what I mean. Like sort of start taking it more seriously. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it, it would be much better to see them like this panicked outfit, you know, mm-hmm. almost the complete opposite of the confident personas that they portray on TV. It's yeah. going to be really interesting in, you know, late November, early December, seeing this unit sort of going to pieces, thinking, oh, my God, we've left it too late. It would be fantastic. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing how this storyline culminates with SCU. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, so we've both got the Briscoes to retain. So at the moment, with two matches left to predict, the only match we differ on is the Women of Honor Championship. Who'd have thought that that would be the most pivotal match for us? <laughs> um, so we're going to go next with the Ring of Honor World Championship match because the main event seems to be the 10-man tag. Yeah, um, or that's the one that seems to be being pushed the most and is on the posters for Death Before Dishonor. So, the Ring of Honor World Championship match between Jay Lethal and Will Ospreay. Um, we've already gushed about this match. Yep. Um, we've already said how fantastic Will Ospreay is. We've, al- we've already said how, you know, we both think Jay Lethal is the absolute dog's bollocks. So, this match has got the potential to be an absolute barnstormer, as, mm-hmm. you know, any... Any sing any Will Ospreay match tends to be, and any Jay Lethal match tends to be. Um, Garth, I'll let you go first on this one, man. I'm gonna go a Will Ospreay win. Oh, Be- okay. I think it's like well, it's like you said earlier. I think he's ready to be like a top guy. Um, and I think this is the perfect place for him to start being that top guy. Um. Plus, I think Jay Lethal's held it, and he's his matches have been really, really good. And that match that he had with Gresham really sort of proved how good he actually is. Yeah. Um, and the stuff he did at All In was really, really good as well. Um, like his character works brilliant. But I just think the stuff with that he was doing with Gresham, and I'm I'm convinced Gresham's going to get involved in this somehow, and there's going to be a heel turn somewhere where that's going to set up their feud and like their series. And then Osprey will go off and have a sort of title feud with somebody else. Maybe mm. I just think Osprey's it's, it's his time. I think he, he, he really does sort of, he's propelled himself to that point now where he, he sort of has to be knocking on the door for these things. And I think this is the perfect championship for it. And I think the, like, perfect sort of stage and opponent because um, Lethal's, I mean you forget how long he's been doing it yeah, so yeah, I think I think it's going to be like an amazing match, but I just think Osprey will do it and I think someone's going to get involved and I think Gresham's going to be somehow involved and there's going to be a heel turn somewhere Okay You've put a lot of thought into that Um yep. I'll be honest, you've sort of opened my eyes to the possibility of a Will Ospreay win. I'd gone into this podcast with the, you know, very, very tunnel-visioned idea of Jay Lethal walking out, having retained the title. Um, I'm still going to go with that. I'm still going to go with Jay Lethal to retain. Um, I think you're right. I think Will Ospreay needs a big championship, but I don't, I just don't see it here. And the reason I don't see it here is because Jay Lethal is calling out people in the locker room. 
Yeah. It's not going to look good on Jay Lethal if the first person he calls out, the first <laughs> person that answers this challenge is the person that beats him. Um, that's, I just, I don't, if Will Ospreay had been the sec, you know, the third, maybe even the second person to answer this challenge, then I'd be more inclined to think it's Osprey taking yeah. it. Um, I just, I don't, I don't see it yet. Yeah, I can I see Osprey being yeah. Ring of Honor champion in the next year. Mm. I mean, you know, you look at people who've been the Ring of Honor champion, Kyle O'Reilly, for example. You know, not necessarily the biggest guy. But he's been Ring of Honor champion, so why not Will Ospreay? Yeah, definitely. Um, but I just I don't see it here. He will definitely be a Ring of Honor champion, if not a Ring of Honor champion, then a big champion in another prevalent company. I just see Lethal retaining here. So two we differ on now. Two we differ on, yes. Um, which probably means I'm losing. This <laughs> takes us to. Um, the 10-man tag match between Bullet Club and Chaos, which will probably end up headlining, to be perfectly honest, yeah. when you look at who's involved. Uh, representing the Bullet Club, we have Cody, Hangman Page, both the Young Bucks and Marty Skrull, taking on the team of Kazuchika Okada, Chucky T, Beretta, Tomohiro Ishii, and Rocky Romero. I'm going to go first with this one, Garth, if that's cool with you. One, yeah. um, Bullet Club. Bullet Club all day long. There are two reasons for this. Um, the first reason is that Ring of Honor really enjoy them some Bullet Club. Yeah. And with them being the cash cows they are, I just see them winning this match. I don't think the members of Chaos have anything at all to gain from winning this. Whereas a team that consists of Cody, the Young Bucks, and Skrull has everything, you know, to achieve from winning this. Yeah. You know, it's a big match on a big stage. It's effectively just the elite. So I just see them taking it here. The second reason is everything that has happened at New Japan Destruction. So for those who haven't seen it yet and don't want it to be spoiled for them, please stop the podcast now. Thank you for listening. Um <laughs> For those who don't really care, um, there's been a change in leadership almost, or the startings of a change in leadership with Switchblade, Jay White, and Gado turning on Okada. Um, whether that will leak into this card will be very interesting. I think it will. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think obviously, will. with so many New Japan, New Japan guys in this match, it would make sense for them to carry on their story yeah. in this pay-per-view. So I can and, see JY and Gado getting involved, maybe distracting Okada, maybe even attacking Okada, and yeah. giving Bullet Club the chance for the victory. I am a New Japan in America at the same time. Um, I believe that the they got 30th the, the, of September is um, Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Right. Um, <clears throat> I that, will just that, double check that though, while you give me your prediction. That's that's why I was wondering over why, obviously, they've got so many New Japan guys on the card. Sort of makes sense. It does make sense. It does make sense. Gosh, Garth, who have you got? Bullet Cub. For, I mean, the, the same reasons that you mentioned first. Um, the fact that most of the Bullet Club are on week-to-week -week Ring of Honor. 
TV as well. Yeah. It doesn't really make much sense giving it to guys who aren't going to be there. No. It, it just makes Bullet Club look weak. Um, and, I mean, there's only really there's only really one feud here in regards to what we've seen before now. That. that would probably be Marty Skull and Okada. Harkening back to all in. Yeah. And I think that might have a big play. Mm. Um, but I mean, I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait to see sort of, um, like you say, if, if Switchblade and uh, people like that do get involved, it's just going to be an absolute sort of clusterfuck, but in a good way. It is. Um, I think it is anyway. I mean, there's there's got to be a point where it's ten men in the ring. Oh, it's going to be an absolute... Going at it. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute... Yeah, as you said, car crash. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, yeah. Bullet Club, I, yeah, like I said, I just think that they can't really lose it. No. There's Yeah, there's too much storyline for chaos to come out of it victorious, really. For me, anyway. Um, of, all, of all the people, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, Hangman Page again. I really like his stuff. I think it's his stock... After his performance at the G1, his stock has risen tenfold. It really has. Yes. Um, but having a quick look at the Fighting Spirit Unleashed card, matches that jump out are obviously the main event, which is Kazuchika Okada and Ishii taking on the Golden Lovers, Omega and Ibushi. Whether that is the main event, I don't know. It it might be. Um, you've got Osprey versus Skrull in mm. the Junior Heavyweight Tournament semi-final. You've got Tanahashi and Kushida taking on Jay White and Gado. <laughs> and then you've got The Addiction taking on Hangman Page, Chase Owens. And you've got a six-man tag between Jeff Cobb, Chris Saban and Flip Gordon. And then the <laughs> Chaos team of Haruka Goto, Tremboretta and Chucky T. Nice. So looking at that, there are a lot of men over for this. Obviously, it's on Sunday, Fighting Spirit Unleashed. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I probably I feel that there is a high probability that we will see shenanigans from Chaos because all of them are over for this show anyway. Yeah. So I think you're probably right, Garth. I think that probably will happen. So yeah, those are our predictions for uh, Ring of Honor: Death Before Dishonor. So if we just run through our predictions very very quickly, Liger versus Kenny King. We've both got Kenny King. Uh, Women of Honor Championship match. I've got Tennille Dashwood. You've got Sumi Sakai. Tables match. We've both got Flip Gordon and Colt Cabana. TV Championship. We've both got Chris Saban to win. We've both got the Briscoes to retain against the Addiction. Uh, you've got Will Ospreay to take the World Championship. And I have got Jay Lethal to retain. And then we have both got the team of Bullet Club with varying amounts of interference and shenanigans. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting card. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Very, very, very much looking forward to it. Guys, that's all we've got time for today. It's a shorter episode today. Obviously, it's a shorter card. Um, thank you very much for joining us, though. Uh, in the meantime, if you want 
to talk to us about Ring of Honor, about Impact, or even about New Japan, or my apparent love for Chris in this podcast episode, <laughs> um, then obviously you can talk to us on Twitter at, at Podmania. You can follow us on the website, podmania.co.uk. You can talk to me on Twitter at, at RealRobGoodwin. Garth, where can they find you? At Drummer Jackson. Brilliant. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. You can either subscribe to us on CastBox or on iTunes. Just search Podmania Podcasts. Thank you so much for listening. Before we go, oh, go on. We'll have to plug the um, the promotion. We do, we do. In a completely unique way, <laughs> uh, the members of Podmania, myself, Garth, and Chris, have started a promotion using Fire Pro Wrestling. Every week, a different show. I have got my own show. Chris has got his own show. Garth has got his own show. Each week, a show will be put on the YouTube channel on a Saturday. Please go and check it out. The draft, which obviously sorted all the members of wrestling, you know, past, present, and future, have all been sorted to different brands. Um, Chris did really well in that. Check out the YouTube episode. It is hilarious. Um, on Saturday will be the first episode of Ignition. Uh, we hope to see you there. And in the meantime, thank you for listening, guys. We'll talk to you guys again soon. Okay, goodbye.